This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. Uh, this week we are having a great bourbon, Cole and I. Uh, before we get to that, I'd like to get a little bit of business. Um, please, please, please talk to us. It's lonely. We're all at home. We need something to do. So go ahead and hit us up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, or not Twitter. So anyway, uh, that's enough of the business. Let's get to the show. Cole. How are you doing? Man, it's it's cool getting uh, getting hit up, you know? It's been a while uh, before <laughs> I was the, or since I was the first one asked. I like it. No, you did a great job. You know, it's funny. I think the first time I tried it with Adam, I was like just falling all over myself, uh, just trying to figure out what I should <laughs> say next. But it's pretty simple, you know? Um, when you really think about it, it's just... Hey guys, and you know we we uh, a sincere welcome, and then a uh, maybe one way you can support us. So. Well, I tell you, yeah. I, okay. Here's the thing: uh-huh. this is and this is what makes this is what makes your part of Chill Filtered great is you're an uh-huh. overthinker. I am an overthinker, and you overthink everything. You over research. You overdo everything else, <laughs> which makes us easy for a slacker like me. I just show up and shoot shoot the poo, as Cole would uh-huh. say, and. Uh, Drink some whiskey. So, anyway, yeah, you overthink things if it's supposed to be spontaneous. But, uh, yeah, but it's good. That's one of your strengths is you really do great research. So, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. And then, I mean, like, but, but last week we did the live read and it was like hilarious <laughs> the whole time because I'm like, all right, oh, are you into one or two or three podcast hosts for a podcast? If you're into podcasts, no, it was you could have a podcast with two or less. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was me. But anyway, was, how's your week, Big Cole? Uh, how's your week? Oh, it's good. Uh, you know, I'm finally, I, I was talking to Heather, uh, my wife today. She, I was telling her that I'm starting to get used to all this. Um, I, I can't wait to get back to the real world mm-hmm. of the not coronavirus stuff. Um, but in a way, it's like, that would be a shock to the system to like actually yeah. go out, have a good date night, do things in public, um, get into street fights, uh, <laughs> street fighting cool. Yep. You know me. Um, okay. So yeah, I, it wasn't okay. I'll have to tell the story another time, but I almost got into a street <laughs> fight like a few months ago. Um, okay. I'll tell the story. So my, my coworker got a new car. And he uh, likes to mess with me sometimes, and I and I try to give him some stuff back as well. But um, one time, I'm pulling into the parking lot at work, and and I basically like pull next to this spot that's open, and it's a good spot. It was it was lucky that I even found it. And this car was like a little aggressive. Uh, this like mm. random car that I've never seen before, <laughs> and and so I pull next to the spot. So I'm basically saying like I'm gonna back into this. Um, and and I like pull over to it and I like kind of wave him by and he just doesn't move and I'm like okay fine then I'll just back into the spot and as I'm like pulling out to back in 
he like starts to try to slide in and uh and i'm like okay that's not gonna happen so basically i start uh, and i have no idea who this guy is i don't even want to look at him uh, and i'm like okay this guy's being a punk and then um uh, and then i basically am just like i'm just gonna back in and he's gonna deal with it i'm not even gonna worry about his reaction and then he starts beeping at me because i'm backing into him because he went in that and um <laughs> And he beeps at me, and I like get out of the car, and I'm like, "Okay, we're throwing down right now." <laughs> and like, and then I see him in the car, and he's laughing, and I'm like, kind of straight faced, just like, "All right." And this was mid study season, so yeah. it's somewhat excusable, but that almost happened a few months ago. That's funny. and then he's laughing, and then I start laughing, and we just joke about it. But uh, <laughs> it was funny how quickly I was like, "All right, I'm getting out of the car, <laughs> man." Yeah, oh, that's funny. So, but anyway, I'm doing well. Um, I miss the world, but I don't know what I'd do with it if I were handed it. Um, also, I'm really getting used to working from home full time. Uh, it's going to be weird going back into the office. Yeah. And, but I, I have a feeling we're going to be, honestly, I'm going to call it now. We will, it will not be until July before like at least July before the world is normal. You think so? Okay. Call it right now. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, one one quick shout out, uh, or a few quick shout outs um, before I forget. Uh, today's pour is brought to us by a good friend of mine, James Cuddy. Um, he was easily one of my favorite regulars at the bar I used to work at at Richmond, in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, he's originally from Brooklyn, and now he's back living in Brooklyn after a short stint in Richmond uh, with his wife. I used to call him. He would walk into the bar, and I'd be like, James from Brooklyn. And he <laughs> had the greatest New York accent and just a, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Uh, so thanks a ton, James. Um, and then uh, really appreciate There's been a lot of interaction on Instagram this week. I counted uh, a guy named Bourbon Heads, or I assume it's a guy. Um, uh, Jason Preston was talking to us, Caleb Olson, Whiskey and Revelry, and a guy, his name's William, but I cannot imagine how to pronounce this, um, like, handle or whatever they call it in the Instagram world. It's Broascatestosa, <laughs> B-R-O-A-S-C-A-T-E-S-T-O-A-S-A, with an underscore at the end. Shout out to that guy. He's from Canada. Uh, but yeah, it's been great just talking to people on Instagram. So thanks for all, thanks all you guys for, um, yeah, just talking it up. Feel free. If you've never talked to us before, we're going to have a great time talking. So me, (laughs) Robbie, we're just, we're just talking about whiskey and talking about life. So hit us up. Uh, Robbie, how are you doing? Man, excuse me. I am good. Uh, it, this is the first week since all this kind of started where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already Thursday. Um, been busy. We started, uh, like our distance, distance learning first day on Monday. So it's been nutty. Just lots of emails and people trying to figure out like where to, so many new things. It's like a whole brand new school year. Like my heart really goes out to like teachers that are retiring this year. Cause I'm like, really, they should be like downhill, just like coasting right now. And then they have Uh to like reinvent the wheel just so they can throw it away next year you know like at least myself like i'm like oh okay well i'm forced my hand is forced i got to use this technology or figure this thing out and i'm like oh i could use like i'm kind of gleaning what i can use for my classroom so it's been a busy week with work um highlight of the week i was on a conference call 
and uh-huh. the twins ripped a door off its hinges. And Amar, <laughs> Amar comes running, the babies just tore the door down. And I'm like, oh, I, like, middle of the call, I'm like, deal with it, Mar. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything right now. So, anyway. Yeah, is anyone hurt? Yeah. There was no crying. So I knew that like, good. I could hear laughing at first, and then it all got quiet. And I was like, oh, gosh, the Mar comes running in. So, yeah, literally took a door off the hinges. Um, which doesn't say too much because the people who lived here before us, I don't know what they did. Like all the doors are wonky. I've had to like fix huh. all the doors, but little hack here. Uh, if yeah. you're, um, you kind of de-thread, I don't know what the term for that is with the door, yeah. the door jam and the screws just want to fall out. Chopsticks, man. Chopsticks are awesome. They're tapered. They're tapered. Yeah, yeah. They're tapered. You put a little glue on them, get your uh, dead blow hammer, Strike yeah. it in there, break Dead it off. Dead low hammer. Yeah. Um, and it's like the easiest thing. It works so well. It's easier than getting dowels and drilling it out, which I was not looking really? for. Really? Yeah. So I'm getting good at that. Good to know. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, no, and just, and just making sure girls don't kill each other around here. Had a couple of projects in the garden box nice. going. I, oh, low of the week. I have all my seedlings mm-hmm. in their little peat, peat pots and, you know, have them inside. Yeah. I water them, take them outside for some sunshine during the day. I left them out oh, no. one night, and uh, I think my spinach is coming back because it's hearty, right? And I yeah. killed all but one of my little tomatoes. Um, did it my, get too cold? It did. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. I got my zucchinis died, my cucumbers died, and so I'm like, ugh. Oh, I'm sad. So anyway. That's rough. That's no, I been feel that. Week. Lots of highs, lots of lows. Super exciting during quarantine time. <laughs> But I feel you like it's going to hey, be, it's, it's going to be, be weird to go out again. And like, um, I had to yeah. run to like Home Depot this week and it's just, I don't know, it's just strange being out. It's just like when I'm home, I've, I'm cool. Like that doesn't feel like anything's really changed, you know, but like when I go out, like I feel it. So it's going to be weird, but yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what's something you like would do? when you felt confident enough, maybe the, maybe the government's like, yeah, you can totally go out. Everything's normal. You're confident. You can do that. What's one of the first things you're going to like enjoy about that? Um, I think a patio. I want to go on a date with my yeah. wife and sit on a patio, have a drink, oh, nice. hear people talking. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I love that idea. Yeah. Go to like eighth street or something like that. Yep. Some, yeah, go downtown. Actually. Yeah. I could probably go down, go downtown. We really like, uh, Gosh, what's that? Uh, the Mode downtown. That's one of our favorite cocktail bars, and yeah, nice. But just do we go there with you guys? Uh, probably. We we always end up at the Mode. That's kind of our. Career. It's a, a it's two down from Juniper, right next to okay pie hole down there. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I'm definitely doing yeah. a patio. What about you? Uh, that's a great idea. Um, I I think I'm gonna take Heather out to like a nice dine-in restaurant like i want to like <laughs> i want to get a meal like with her and just for a date night and i just want to have you guys done any like hang t- out with her in public have you, have you <laughs> show off the trophy wife um yeah exactly have you guys done like any like takeout from local places or anything like that we've done it a little bit yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so funny now because like if we do it like we try to do takeout once a week and like it's the biggest deal like the whole family is just like, wow, it's awesome. So yeah, yeah. go nuts. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we need to get like more local stuff for sure. Lately, it's been like Chick-fil-A. 
Mm. And it's hard like to get that. away from Chick-fil-A, though. That's yummy. It is. Yeah. In Boise, do you get lines out the door for Chick-fil-A? No, we've had, we have a couple here, and it's been here for a while. And so, not yeah. really. Not unless they're doing, like, their dress like a cow promotion thing or something like that. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Um, In the South, they're always out the door. Really? Like, wherever you are. Yeah, it's just... It's just the place. Do you have yeah. Do you have In and Out? Oh, we do. We have oh, a few of those. Oh man, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, we have everything in Phoenix. Honestly, like we have uh, Midwest restaurants, we have California restaurants, we have Texas restaurants, and we have East Coast restaurants. The only thing we don't have is like Wawa, which is a huge East Coast <laughs> Philadelphia, especially thing. Yeah, uh, which I'm sad about, but it's all good. But yeah, I mean, sh- dude, do you, we got like. Do yeah, you have Shake Shack? Crazy things. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love Shake Shack. Yeah, I had that for the first time last time we were in Vegas, and I was like, "This is Ooh. it's like sloppy, awesome, spicy, good, so good." Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta go there. That's one. Yeah, you, you gotta I'll throw do. you gotta throw some burgers in the uh, old courier next time you you get them coming up this way. Yeah? Yeah. From Shake Shack? Oh, yeah. One time, nice. Chelsea went to Vegas. Well, you just kind of come visit. I know. Oh, I wish that trip wasn't canceled. Well, I also told Heather when we were talking about that exact same question, like, what are you going to do once things are safe again? And I was like, I'm going to Boise this summer. <laughs> like, if things are clear, I'm still going to Boise. Yes. And if that's cool with you. <laughs> oh, no. You're, and maybe you're Heather will be able time. to come now that... She, uh, now that we're not going to do our vacation in July, we could probably put a few of her PTO days towards Boise. No promises, but um, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. Oh, it'd be so yeah. good. So, actually, yeah. have actual clinks of glasses with people not of the immediate family. It'll be great. Exactly. Hey, cool. What are we drinking Clink. today again? We are drinking, I don't even think we mentioned it have, thus far. No? We are drinking Kings County Distillery. Straight bourbon whiskey, uh, as opposed, they have a few bourbons, but this one is their straight bourbon whiskey, which I think they're all straight for the most part. Uh, they're bottled and bond and they're uh, cast strength, but this one is 90 proof. So if anyone's wondering which Kings County distillery bourbon are they drinking, it's the 90 proof one. So yeah. All right. Um, so we'll get into that. We'll do some history. Um, but first let's take a quick break. Hey, Cole, are you a man or are you a woman? I thought I was a man. Ha! Huh. Well, you should try being woman. Woman AF. Check them out on any podcast platform you get your hands on from Mortarbox Media. All right, we're back. We're back with Chill Filtered. Uh, like I said earlier, we are drinking Kings County Distillery's Straight Bourbon Whiskey, their 90 proof release. And here's some of the history that I was able to look up. Uh, so first of all, uh, the first time we've, this is the first time we've had a Kings County Distillery on the podcast, but it will not be the last. Uh, this was a sample given to us by uh, James Cuddy, but also a guy named Ben Klepzig at Madtown Marketer on Instagram. 
gave us a sample of their Bottled and Bond release. So we'll do that in the future. Maybe not too soon future, but uh, definitely soon in the future. Um, Based out of Brooklyn, New York, and New York City's oldest and largest distillery since Prohibition. Uh, That means about 77 years without a distillery in the New York City area. And in 2010, two guys, Colin Spolman and David Haskell, put together a distillery. And it actually started really, really small. Uh, It started as a 330-square-foot warehouse. That's ridiculous. if you think about that, that's... Yeah, oh yeah, to like put together a distillery, (laughs) like that's like, that's basically, if you do the math, that's basically about three and a half, or maybe, yeah, like three or four yards square. (laughs) It's not a lot. (laughs) And um, yeah, so it's a small little place, and they started there, and uh, now it is taking them to purchasing the old paymaster building in the historic brooklyn navy yard so there's really cool like brick building down like near the near the um the navy yard like right near the water so that's kind of cool uh they pride themselves on using new york grain and traditional distilling equipment but i you know how like some um pizza joints will say like we imported our water from new york you ever Mm -hmm. hear that yeah, if like pizza. Yeah, and stuff. I wonder if they're proud of. I wonder if they use one New York water and two if they're really proud of it. Maybe one day we'll find out. I was actually really hoping to hit these guys up, um, but then it just snuck up on me. I mean, basically on Tuesday we're recording on Thursday. On Tuesday we had the uh, results basically from the uh, voting of this and Legion Bourbon, and this one won. And I was like, oh yeah. And then like today, like midday, I was like, oh snap, I was supposed to try to hit up uh, the distillery. But maybe next time when we do the bottled and bond, I can reach out to them and get a little extra research. Um, but anyway, I wonder if they're using New York water. Um, they use Scottish copper stills and open wooden air or open aired wooden fermenters, uh, just pretty traditional stuff. Uh, they originally uh, sold unaged corn whiskey, but now, like in like 2010, but now they have a very interesting lineup. Uh, first of all, they have their straight bourbon, their 90 proof, which we're drinking today. They have a peated bourbon, Ooh. which incorporates peated barley um, in the mash bill um, instead of like they don't peat the corn, which would be really interesting for someone to do. Um but they do, yeah, the peated barley in the mash bill. They also do a single malt. They do a cast strength bourbon. They do a bottled and bond bourbon and what they call their Empire Rye. And they have a few other special spirits, like a like a chocolate whiskey, which was like a moonshine that was mixed with like a chocolate um, kind of, I want to say like Keiko something um, in it. So it's all chocolatey. Uh, let's see what else. They do not source their distillate. They have been doing it for 10 years and they're not going to start sourcing now is from what I've seen, uh, which is quite respectable. Uh, they're really building up their own product and asking no one for help in the meantime, uh, which not everyone could do, but I, I respect them for, for doing that. Um, Colin Spolman and David Haskell even wrote a book that I have seen like on shelves at like, you know, like you go to those gift stores and they're like, oh, if you're into whiskey, check out this glass and check out this book. So I've seen their book plenty of times and it's called uh, Kings County Distillery Guide to Urban Moonshining. And it's got a cool That's little cool. 
cover. So, but they'd say don't judge a book by its cover. Well, I'll judge it by the title. In that 2016, awesome. they were named Distillery of the Year by American the American Distilling Institute. So good for them. Good for you guys, Kings County Distillery. What we're drinking today is the Kings County Straight Bourbon. Uh, they made they made the mash bill public. It is 80% corn and 20% English malted barley. Uh, it's twice distilled in those Scottish copper stills we mentioned earlier and aged entirely in new charred oak barrels, uh, no secondary finishing, which I feel like we've been doing a lot of secondary finishing we lately, have. or at least using the phrase sherry butts drive me nuts quite a mm. bit. Um, 90 proof, no age statement. I couldn't get an idea of how old it was, at least from my online research. Uh, in 2013, just a few years after it opened, Jim Murray gave this bottle a 89. Now, 89 is not like crazy. It's honestly not great, uh, but it is good. They say anything below an 86 is like bad. Um, but for a distillery that opened like within the, that past three years before that point, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so good on you guys. Um, not much else info. I was hoping to hit up, yeah, like I said, the distillery, but maybe next time. Total wine price for a three seventy five bottle. So a half bottle was about forty bucks. That's like eighty bucks um, for a seven fifty. That's the math, man. <laughs> and so this is be- this better be good if it's going to be eighty bucks for a seven fifty. Yeah. Okay. So, so before um, we start here, what yeah. was, so was mash was eighty percent corn and what was the other? Twenty percent English malted barley. Huh. Okay. Hey, cheerio. All right. Cheerio. Here goes the cork pop. <laughs> and it is a screw cap. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, James Cuddy. You are the man. I appreciate you. Well, he's now officially my favorite patron of the uh, whiskey place you used to work at, too. So cheers, James. Yeah. Oh. Cheersy cheers. I see. Now, I love, I love corn whiskey. Like, like, I, um, or does it, uh, Mellow corn, I like that a lot. I know yeah. it's not the greatest. I love, there's a, I can't, Platte Valley, I love their corn. Um, Dry Fly has a really, I love corn, and this has like that, it's not super pronounced, not a ton of corn, but you can definitely get it on the nose. It's, re- I love mm. it. So, yeah, that's something to mention too, at least uh, breakdown wise, is that with um, bourbon, not many bourbons are 80% or or more, like around even 80% corn. Most are like at the most 70% corn. So they can kind of throw in some rye, maybe wheat, maybe barley, kind of a mixture. So this is high on the corn. And and one other grain is pretty simple, mash bill. Um, but yeah, you rarely find 80% corn uh, unless <laughs> it's like, you know, mellow corn or like Four Roses, like corn. Or I think Four Roses is like a corn whiskey. Um, but yeah. So what do you think? I haven't even sniffed it yet. Oh, it's got a, yeah, it's, it's definitely got some corn on it. I'm getting a little bit of like a berry, like a mixed berry almost. It kind yep. of, it reminds me a little bit of like Blanton's. Yeah, for sure. But it, it um, it, but viscous, like is super viscous though. Like it's really got some legs on it in the glass, which is kind of neat. So it's got a nice um, darker amber color to it too, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is pretty dark, actually, like a darker red. What was the age statement on it again? No age statement. 
Oh, so are you getting so? Are you getting a hint of that malted barley coming out like you would normally get in a single malt scotch? Possibly. I'm getting a good mixture of like bourbon and a little bit of that malted like Highland scotchy, um, charcoaly, you know, barley e. Maybe a little bit. I'm not quite there, but it's definitely. A sweet bourbon. It smells sweet on the nose. I'm going to go for a drink here. If you if you mixed, go for it. If you mixed, on the nose at least, if you mixed pear and strawberry, you'd get something like this. Oh, I could see that. In yeah. my opinion. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot of berry. Um, Taste-wise, it's really subdued. It's not jumping out in any direction, really. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a little bit of bitterness on the... In the back of the palate. Um, it's good. Yeah, I mean it's it's all right. It's it's not my favorite, I think, but I like mm. uh I like I like where it's at. Let me let me get another drink here. What are you getting? You're not getting that scotchiness. It's okay if not. No, I mean I I'm not. I'm getting a lot of corn. Mm. I, I mean to me no, it's good. I mean I can I can see where you're getting it from, but I'm not there, but I'm. It's to me, it's a lot of corn, which I like. But then it's also mm-hmm. it's a little different too because it does have a little bit of bitterness to it. Not a bad bitterness either. I like. Mm-hmm. I typically a bitter. I mean, it can throw it off sometimes. But this one doesn't really throw it off. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. Um, like you said, it was very, very easy to drink. Very almost like. Uh, it just goes down pretty easy. It didn't burn. Didn't. Do a lot of things mm-hmm. in terms of harshness. This also, yeah, I'm getting notes of of it's it's as if you mixed a not too aged but aged um, Highland Scotch with a softer kind of caramelier bourbon. Uh, it's it, the the scotchiness is really showing up, and I don't know if that has more to do with the barley, but I bet it has more to do with the barley. Or it has something to do with the Scottish copper stills hmm. mm-hmm. uh, instead of like column stills or anything like that. This is, yeah, I like it. It's it's not blowing my mind, but yeah. it's very different um, in that way. Like I'm very much getting that mixture of Scotch and bourbon here, which is cool. Um, the longer so it's been a little while since I had my last sip, but I'm starting to. Get, it's like the palate is lingering for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get like a little bit of chocolate on it, which is weird to go from yeah, like, no, fruit, I can get that from like fruit to a chocolate is kind of strange. I don't know if you get that, but yeah. So I dropped some water. Mm-hmm. It's changing those. Like, um, it's, I think the corn is a lot more pronounced to me in the nose. I, um, never looked it up, but I wonder what kind of barrels they use because this in a way feels like larger barrels. But they're a micro distillery, and I didn't kind of look into that at all. Yeah. Um, but it's on the good side, so I'm Definitely. I'm I'm leaning larger barrels. Um, Cole hates small yeah. barrels. Yeah, I try I try to <laughs> I try to not, but it's just it can ruin a good whiskey. I really hope me. this is a small barrel though, and then yeah, you find no, that for their like, sake, I do. And then like your mind's blown, like maybe I like them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, nose wise yeah, with the water, so. getting a lot more corn, a little bit of that berry, not much. Yeah, it's a little brighter. Yeah, on the with the water. 
Yeah, that's a good I'm way to put it. Strawberries still, but it's a it's a sharper strawberries, sort of. <laughs> but uh, I'm really getting that barley. It's really showing up, like single malt Highland Speyside Scotch. It's, no, I have not had a lot of Scotch recently, so I'm my like. And I'm an out of sight, out of mind kind of guy. So like, I, I I'm not really placing it, but I'm not gonna say you're wrong in any regard. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. But this is de- it's definitely unique for a bourbon. Like, it's not mm-hmm. your typical bourbon. Mm-hmm. So with the water, I got a lot of that weird oaky small barrel taste. Ah. Uh, I much prefer it neat. <laughs> Yeah, um, oaky. Much preferred. I'm definitely getting a little more oak, but I like it. I think it's it's but like a soapy oak on this one for me. Mm, not me. Let me go for another one. Uh, yeah, I got my little last sip of the of the water um, pour, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what'll what'll happen with the ice too. I think but, the uh, the water improved the mouthfeel. Get a little more vapor on mm-hmm. it. It feels a little hotter. Mm-hmm. I like I like it with the water. I kind of like how it's a little more subdued with the uh, with the neat pour, um, but the water is really uh, stretching the the flavor out and then really bringing out that weird oak to me. Um, but it's still good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, uh, drop that cube. I much prefer it with neat though. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a cube. Yeah, you know, I don't know what I prefer. I think definitely like the nose on the neat best. I like the mouth feel of the water for sure. Probably the palate in general with the... Well, you know, I didn't get any bitterness off the water. So the water kind of cut that mm-hmm. bitterness out, which is <clears throat> usually goes the other direction, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think I like the nose on the ice the best. It's fruitier for me. It's sweeter. Okay, yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I said fruitier. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, like yeah, that's yeah, sweeter. Yeah, and the that smell of the barrels goes down. So I have a good good hope for a little bit of ice in here. Ooh, so far mm-hmm. ice is killing it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait a second here, see if I get a little bit of that bitterness on it. Wait, in a good way or bad way? Oh, in a good way. Oh, I'm not getting that. You're not liking it. No. Uh-oh. But I like it more than pretty much anything else with small barrels. If this has small barrels or not. Anything with small barrels other than this, potentially other than this, I don't like as much as this. Like, this is... If this is small barrels, best small barrels I've ever had. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, ice pour is crisp. I really... Mm-hmm. It's got a nice crispness, crispness to it. It's, uh... Crisp. I like it. I think... Oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna go for, pour wise. Mm-hmm. Definitely neat for me. A little bit of bitterness on the on the ice though, but not bad. Definitely neat for you. Yeah, I think it's it's very novel. Like this is a, I haven't had anything like this before, and that's not bad. But yeah, I'm gonna go with that neat pour because I I didn't really enjoy the ice and. <laughs> sort of enjoyed the water okay yeah i don't i don't know mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure which pour is my favorite I, I like them all in different ways um mm. score wise i th- 
think I'm right around like a 7.8. It's definitely good. Um, uh-huh. Just by itself. I don't know if I would pay pay for it, though. For, for the price, price per ounce, I'd probably be closer to like 7, maybe 6, 9 on it. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, in general, I'm going to go 7, 9, just based off of okay. purely taste alone. So, where are you at, I like Cole? That. I'm going to go with a 7.25. Um, would I buy this for 40 bucks to 375 Probably not. Um, is this unique? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, would I enjoy this? Neat? Yeah, I would. And I'm really actually intrigued about the bottle and bond. A little more heat. Uh, we'll see, yeah. you know, in the future what that one brings. But, yeah, I'm going to go with a 7.25. I like it, but not um, not blowing my mind. I not love it for sure. Um, but yeah, I um, trying to think what. I, oh yeah, one other thing that I didn't mention: to be a straight bourbon, it needs to be at least two years old. Um, so that's one thing. To in terms of age statement, it's at least two years old. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so. Those are good, good uh, things. You think it's time to move to our one of our potentially one through three most favorite segments of the show? It's one of our top three favorite segments. It's time for Whiskey World News. Alright folks, welcome back to Chill Filtered. Uh, this is time for Whiskey World News. It's a part of the show where we read an article in no way, shape, or form would I take credit for having written it. Uh, just going to read it, talk about it, and hopefully you'll find it enjoyable. This one comes to us from Forbes.com. It was written by Philippe Schreiberg. Uh, and it's titled, Pope Francis Jokes That Scotch Whiskey Is The Real Holy Water. Scotch whiskey fans didn't need any spiritual confirmation that their drink of choice is divine indeed. However, it doesn't hurt that Pope Francis has actually declared Scotch whiskey the real holy water. To, it's important to note that he did say it as a lighthearted joke to the Scottish student priest who offered him a bottle as a gift at the at a reception at the Vatican. Though the moment was captured on video last year, the story gained attention recently as the piece of footage censored by the Vatican was for a soon-to-be-released BBC documentary about the seminarians at the Pontifical Scots College in Rome. In a Daily Record article, documentary director Tony Kearney uh, described the scene. He was really down-to-earth with all of them, and when they handed him the bottle, instead of just handing it to his assistant, as he normally would with a gift, he held it up and said, Cuestra e la vera aqua santa. That's my best Pope voice. Um, nice. <laughs> which means this is the real holy water. As for the specific nice. whiskey he was com- commenting on, it was a bottle of Oban from the west coast of Scotland. Both the 14 and 21-year-old are superb whiskeys, by the way. Based on past evidence, it seems that Pope Francis may indeed like the odd tipple of whiskey now and then, as it's not the first time he's received bottles or even used the line holy water. In 2019, article in the Dundee Courier, describes how priest father Jim Wallace from Fintry, Scotland, met the Pope. Pappy. <laughs> Joyce Lord, taking the spiritual director of the Pontifical Scots School and College, joined by a group of Scottish bishops. Man, that's a lot of setting this up. They gifted the Pope with a bottle of whiskey. 
In the article, Father Wallace related the encounter. It was a great honor to go to the Vatican and go to the chamber to meet the Pope, and he came out and shook all of our hands. Then we presented him with a bottle of whiskey, and he looked at it and said, Ha ha! That's holy water. He obviously been gifted some whiskey before. So, cool. Oh, wait, and this is, never mind. I, I, I stopped too early. The Pope is also not picky about where the whiskey he receives comes from. In 2018, bourbon fanatic Father Jim Sh- <laughs> Sitchko, I almost swore there, posted a picture of <laughs> him giving the Pope a bottle of the much-coveted 23-year-old Pappy Van Winkle bourbon whiskey. Apparently, upon wow. seeing the bottle, Pope Francis declared that it is very good bourbon. So, I gotta ask you, Cole. How long does it take to become the Pope so you can start getting free whiskey? That's a good question. No. <laughs> I don't know. I guess there's not really a question. I just thought it was a fun article. It was just a, I don't yeah. know if you had any thoughts on it. Like, uh, but no, it's, yeah. It, yeah, go ahead. I, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a Catholic. Um, but, like, if there were someone of Pope status or something like that in my life, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to get the Pope, like, a real good bottle. Like, I'm going to get him some <laughs> George T. Stagg or something like that. Like, that'd be pretty funny. And he'd be like, ah, yes. And and apparently he uh, recognizes and enjoys some good. Can you, in the, the papacy, can you drink whiskey? I'm sure you can. It's, well, he said he, he does, and he's allowed to. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. I missed that. So he, um, yeah, I mean, Catholics drink. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. So, <laughs> Welcome to my mom's side of the family. <laughs> um, shout out to all those people I just literally recommended uh, Chill Filter to in my mom's family. Shout out. <laughs> Start drinking uh, some We were doing a Zoom meeting with... Yeah, yeah, we, but yeah, it was funny. We were doing this like Zoom meeting, and we were like doing shots, like, and yeah. So that's that's my mom's side of the family, all Catholic. <laughs> all love a good drink. I think so. that's our new tagline. Welcome to Chill Filtered, where we drink the real holy water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know, or like, just a very good bourbon. Yeah, or. Or maybe you should. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's one thing that the article um, I thought was funny in the article is it's like, mm-hmm. this is the real holy water for scotch. And then Pappy's like, this is a good bourbon. A very good bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pappy 23 at that. Yeah. 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 So anyway. talk about, talk about coveting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, um, so you this week killed it on what whiskey would you choose? I did, yeah. I think well, I like, think killed a it. Big thing of that is I think probably just not a scotch is like even if you like whiskey, sometimes scotch is a little bit more like niche. I think you know, like there's times I definitely yeah, especially like it. Highland scotch. Yeah, I definitely or, uh, Isla scotch. Yeah, I like scotch a lot, but it's not my everyday kind of go-to drinker. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. a bourbon in general is much more palatable. It's something like if I'm going to be stuck in a room under quarantine for two weeks by myself, like I'd probably want, I think it's more versatile. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just, yeah, me, but. no, I'm with you in that way. So anyway, yeah. So the, uh, quarantine yourself, the floor roses, single barrel, uh, beat out the art bag. Corvrecken. Corvrecken. <laughs> 67 to 33% there. Um, we had some nice. good ride-ins. Madtown Marketers uh, said he was taken in William Heavenhill. Uh, nice call. Yeah, Whiskey Snacks is taken in Talisker 10. Mm, um, on that Isla slash Isle of Sky 
uh, route. Uh, Kilt of 518 is taken Reckon as well. He just got a new bottle a couple my weeks man. ago. My man. Yeah, Miles mm-hmm. Ferguson. Um, and then Uncorked Edition is taken McAllen. 18 2017 release. And nice. see, oh, what's another? So we're uh, getting a few scotches in there. We are, yeah. Well, this is like the most we had people actually chiming in on what they're taking. So, mm-hmm. uh, Bourbon Badger said he's taking Elijah Craig barrel proof. Uh, Joel nice. and M is taking a cast strength scotch that's been aged in a second fill bourbon barrel that's over 20 years old. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, some random, <laughs> random podcast just said, Awesome. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. With a smiley face. Thanks, random podcaster. Yeah. Thanks so, for chiming in. We, I mean, like, heck, we'll take it. Yeah. It is it is awesome. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that was last week. Um, Robbie gets another win. Another dub. <laughs> Not usually, but this week I did. Woohoo. So, thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Cool. Do you got, so, a, you got a scenario for us this week? I do. Um, I have to, I have it written down. Okay. So here's the scenario. Um, and we've, uh, Robbie and I have talked about this and even, uh, the bourbon badger recently hit us up, uh, Caleb Olson. He was like, I'm doing this in the future. So what bottle, if you were able to get, uh, it would be only opened for a huge deal, special occasion, like a son or a daughter's yeah. wedding. Like, oh, so you're going to hold on to this for at least 10 years okay. and you're going to open it showing people like this was, this meant so much to me. Um, this is, you know, like only open for big deals. So I know, I think I know your answer, Robbie, but this will, this is a kind of a cool question to, to, I think a lot of cool answers will come out of this in terms of our, um, Instagram questions. So mm-hmm. well, I'm curious, uh, what, what is yours? Oh man! So in in my collection now, which is if you guys uh, on Instagram saw Cole's liquor cabinet, you know that Cole's got a nice collection. Uh, mine is uh, much smaller, much 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 smaller. Uh, but in my collection right now, I do have I have the the 2019 George T stack. So that's my that's the nice. only bottle I have uh, like an antique collection where it's like that one we're saving. Um, but uh, I gotta think. I don't know. I mean. It's not necessarily the bottle that I would... I don't know if I would go with that, though. Like, if I could choose any bottle. So, I'm really... What bottle would you take? Or what? what is your, um, your big occasion whiskey bottle? So, I would try to get my, whole, get my hands on an Eagle Rare 17 yeah. um, again. If I can get last year or this year's, I would I would potentially spend up to, like... $600, even though that is way below market um, for that. But, I, you know, if I happen to, you know, throw down for that, I probably wouldn't spend much more than that. Uh, but that I would save for, like, my first child's wedding or something like that because I love Eagle Bear 17, and that just means so much to me. Um, but if, yeah, that's that's kind of my thought is is it would have to be Eagle Bear 17. Like, I do have a stag as well at 2019. I have two of them. One I opened, and we're going to do it on the podcast in the next few months. Uh, but the other one, um, I'm holding on to as well. So that might be a long-term thing. But if if I got an Eagle Rare 17, it'd be like, no contest. We're holding on to this one for a big deal. Yeah. Would you, uh, the stag, would you open it for, you think, like Amara's wedding? Or maybe the first child's wedding, which I assume would be Amara? Yeah. I think that's where we're at right now. But yeah. uh, 
if I could have any bottle, um, are we, is that the scenario? Any bottle, or is it a bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a bottle that if you got your hands on, you would not open until. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna go a little outlandish on this. Do it. Okay, I'm gonna go with Balvenie 1964. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I love Balvenie. It's like, I, like I said, I don't drink a lot of scotch, but when I do, like, it's. I think scotch is more like a moment kind of a whiskey for me. You know what I mean? Um, I got to be in a certain yeah. mood. It's got. It's kind of. I, I kind of reserve scotch a little more, um, but I mm-hmm. love everything Balvenie does, and. The 1964, so it's a 43 year aged, um, who, yeah, uh, scotch. And I don't know, like to me, I something about it, the the shape of the bottle, the the, the I just it feels special, looks special. Um, like even the 12 year looks special to me. So if we're going outlandish, yeah. that's what I'm going for. So, and now this will be interesting though, because last week it was a bourbon versus a scotch, and my theory is that. The bourbon one because it's a bourbon, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So my my guess is you're probably going to win again, but we'll see. So it'll be a good one. So we'll post that up on yeah, Wednesday. Make sure you vote. Make sure you chime in. Uh, and yeah. then uh, on the secondary question, let us know. Like uh, lots of good uh, add-ins this week. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, would love to know mm-hmm. your special occasion uh, whiskey if you could choose any. So yeah, yeah. Was that uh, Caleb Olson? He he was that a stag as well that he was holding on to? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. But um, yeah. Chime in uh, the Bourbon Badger. Let us know. Remind us what uh, what it was that that you were holding on to because you got two kids and hopefully I'm not sharing too much. I don't know. <laughs> How do you? Mention people's kids. I don't know. Uh oh. He's got a million kids. Oh, cool. I got to hold on. Better or worse? Moose. So, how's Moose? Oh, man. Moose (laughs) ate a bunch of watermelon rinds. The girls, like, were feeding him watermelon rinds when we were doing dishes, and he just started puking. So, I had to get him off the carpet. Oh, rough. So, so now you got that to deal with. Yeah, that's well, gonna be it's fun. a good time to close things up anyway. Yeah, so I'd, ra- I'll just... I'd, I'd rather it come out the front, you know? So, hey, I'm glad he's getting taken yeah. care of it now instead of the middle of the night. Hey, uh, oh, for sure. So do you have a bottle that you, a sample or a bottle that you want to drink next week? Because I know one that I would Ooh. like to drink. Okay, let me know what you want to drink. Because I... I... Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. You, go ahead. You know what you want? Go ahead. No, I, I want to, um, I, I was thinking of hitting up one of, Bryce Morita's bottles, or at least having that as an option. Okay, which one? Uh, any of them. He's got like the the silverback and the um, I forget what the other ones he had was right, right now. You might have it in front of you. Uh, I don't see. It. I do see. The, okay, let's go. So, why don't you say silverback? Because that one sounds okay. good to me too. I was thinking that wild turkey uh, masters. Yeah, you can do that. Heck yeah. Possibly. All right, put those two up. Okay, cool. And which release was that? Do you know? Uh, I think it was 2019. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I had one of those from 2015. Yeah. It was pretty good. I'm I'm excited for this one. This one, uh, that one came from my buddy Aaron Bostrom, and we've had it a couple of times. And uh, I'm excited. It's, it's, It's a good one. It's one of my faves, I think. So. Nice. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. So we'll put it up on the vote on uh, Tuesday or so, right after uh, the episode gets released on Monday. So. <laughs> so it's funny. On Tuesdays now, Chelsea goes, okay, which one do you want to drink? What am I voting for? And uh, so uh-huh. I, I, I noticed you guys vote together. <laughs> she, it's a, we're a team, you know? She, uh, that's, a, that's a good marriage right there. I'll have to get Heather involved. <laughs> but normally we agree. Yeah. Actually, the last couple of weeks we have. Yeah, I've been... Your executive decision would have been my executive decision, and then uh, yeah, I was excited. I was excited to try this one too. I definitely want to try the le- le- is it legend 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 yeah legend mm-hmm. yeah that one sounded good too. But I think I definitely want to try the King County. So anyway, yeah. folks, let us know on Tuesday what you're thinking, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys had a good time. Hope that uh, yeah, you're you're surviving through this coronavirus time. I hope your dog's I, not puking and diarrheaing. Watermelon rinds yeah. everywhere. Right at this moment. <laughs> um, yeah, and I hope that uh, you know your job is safe and yeah. your uh, food is good and you got enough toilet paper and everything. I sincerely wish that on everyone here. Uh, but most of all, everyone, I guess not most, like if you, if you consider like uh, everything you just care of and having, <laughs> but, but most of all for most things, I hope... That our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.